Welcome, Kingdom Seekers. You're listening to In Christ, the podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome if you are new. Today is another day, another recording, and um, I have a special guest here and they're going to introduce (laughs) themselves right now. (laughs) My name is Timothy Christ. Yes, my name is Timothy Christ. For those of you who don't know me or used to know me, I used to go by Jimmy. Um, some people knew me as Jimi Hendrix. Other people knew me as Obedience, but I now go by Timothy Christ. So yes, that is who I am. It is an honor to have you on the podcast today. It's an honor to be here. Yes, and it's a blessing. And um, today, I want to actually start off by asking you, mm-hmm. how are you? How are you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Um, I'm a little tired. Just came back from church, so Same. the prayer was praying. Mm. And my energy is shot. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm doing good. How are you? I am also doing well. Um, I'm also tired. Um, I definitely was out very late and then had to wake up very early. So that's why I'm tired. Um, We also prayed today at church. Um, Yeah, prayer is the key. Mm. I think we should talk about prayer right now. That's something that I think Holy Spirit is kind of. Since we mentioned prayer, right. <laughs> um, let's talk about prayer. Um, I want to know from you, how do you, what is prayer? Let's start from there and then we'll stem from that. If I had to give a definition for what prayer was in its most simplest form, prayer is communication with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Communication means dialogue. It means that there's a, there's a speaking and a response that's coming from both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes when we talk about prayer, we tend to dialogue the Lord. We don't actually um, give space for him to respond. Cool. That's good. So uh, prayer is is definitely a response form of communication. Yeah, that's what I would say in its most simple form. Yeah, I agree with you. It is definitely a communication. And I do like how you said that we kind of just talk at him. Yeah. And we don't talk, like have like the, the dialogue where it's a, I'm, I speak, and then he also, I also take the time to listen so he can speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's something that... I think prayer has become, <laughs> if I may say this, has become something that our generation kind of is twisting up a bit. Mm, yeah. Because I think that we're in a time where prayer is becoming more and more common, but we're not understanding, like, I guess... I don't know if there's different facets to prayer. If that so. makes you would say so. Because, mm-hmm. okay... Why am I saying this? Okay, so funny. Actually, this is so funny because I was actually having a conversation with someone mm-hmm. <laughs> about this, which is actually so crazy. But basically, uh, we were talking and like some people like, okay, I'll speak like this. The secret place, right? Mm-hmm. People go to secret place. And, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know, people, um, the general definition of secret place is like, you know, spending time with God, you know, your one-on-one time with God, right? And some people will go to secret place and maybe they'll do like a warfare prayer because they think that they've had a conversation with God. Yeah. But it's like, wait, sweetie, you casting out demons is not having a conversation mm-hmm. with God. I was saying, though, that you casting out demons is you partnering with God. Yes, for sure. You do that in the name of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. But you didn't necessarily sit there to talk to God. Yeah. And there's also that thing of like, are you casting out demons really with God if you have if you didn't invite the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in, you know? So like there's these like little things like that I think that we're twisting up when it comes to prayer. But I wanna know what you're, you're I don't wanna just you know. I I think a big part of it has to do with what we're taught. Mm-hmm. I remember my my approach to prayer 
shifted when I understood that Jesus wanted to be in every doorway and sector of my life. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to talk about, like for those, most people know that I dance. Like he wanted to talk to me about dancing. Mm-hmm. He wanted to talk to me about, you know, how I felt about some of the traumas that I've been, like he wanted to talk about any and everything. And right. so I do a lot more prayer journaling now than I do a lot more warfare prayer. Mm. I do a lot more, I'm just sharing my my most vulnerable thoughts and emotions with Jesus mm-hmm. than I am trying to cast out a demon. Mm. You know, like, I think that's the, the thing, especially if you come from like an African generation <laughs> who has taught you that prayer is just, yeah. you're going, I hope that doesn't sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going, going, going and, and speaking at your problem. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to leave room for Jesus to actually like expose to you what's really, really going on or just to express his own thoughts and his own emotions. Right. A lot of things aren't actually demon related. A lot of things come from you just having a conversation with the Lord and him exposing to you, you have a bad habit. Mm. You have a bad attitude. Like the way you think about certain things mm. are not, that's what's really in the way. It's not really a... A demon or anything so i think it's really just a matter of like how do i approach god in a different manner um than what i'm normally accustomed to mm-hmm. and i think when you think about that it opens your perspective to prayer mm-hmm. yeah. like how we're having a conversation right now yeah. is how you should be talking with jesus every day yeah. <laughs> every day but it's hard because like i was even thinking about it this morning like people like often wonder like oh like i don't people often say let me say like that that they don't hear him like they don't hear him speaking back and like i'm always like and i used to be that person Mm -hmm. but i remember like i got to a place where like i didn't even realize it was god talking to me because i was like oh like this is god talking but not that i didn't realize it i knew he was speaking to me but i doubted it yeah I doubted it. I would be like, oh, like I would have a conversation. I'll go to a secret place and then I would leave it. And then, you know, like maybe I'll go to a event. They're like, oh, God speaks to us. And then I'm like, does he really though? Like, I don't know if he has. Like, even though I literally had a moment with him, like maybe a day or two ago where like he literally was speaking to me and telling me things. And I was just like, I'm not sure if that was really him though. Maybe it was just all, I always think it's me. Mm. I always think it's me. Cause then like, how does he speak? Like, how does he sound? Like, like I start to like wonder all of these things, but he does speak. Yeah. He does speak, and I feel like a lot of people are like in this place where they're like, "Is he really speaking to me?" The whole time, a lot of people are hearing from him, and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people too. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to a realization that the voice of God isn't really heard; it's more discerned. Mm-hmm. Like there are people who, by the grace of God, they hear him audibly, and I would love that, <laughs> you know. But for most people, you discern the voice of God in your own mm-hmm. conscience. Bible says that our spirit testifies with his spirit that we're sons of God. So we we share essentially the same spirit. And if you're in the word of God, then you should be sharing his mind too. Mm. So prime example, I think it's Jeremiah 31.3 where the Lord says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Mm. If we know God's character that he does not contradict his word, then God would never tell me that he hates me. Mm. So if I'm hearing thoughts that are like in alignment mm. with Jeremiah 31.3, yeah. I can I can trust by faith that that is the Lord talking to me. When people say that they don't hear God, it's really an attention issue. Mercy. It's an attention what issue. What do you mean by attention issue? The worth of a person is is seen by how much attention you give to their words. Hmm. Yeah. Think about it. Like God is fully, fully intimate 
and acquainted with all of our ways. Everything that I've ever said, he knows about. Even the things that I think in my heart, he knows about. Mm. But like, are we at a level of intimacy with him where that's the same? Are we intimately acquainted with his voice and his mm. thoughts and his emotions? And it's really a, a, a byproduct of how much you are in your word. Like, there's no other way around it. That's literally it. <laughs> when you're in the word of God, and you're able to discern his voice in the word, then he starts hearing him in other places becomes easier. Yeah. Like music, books, other people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll see a poster and it'll be like, oh, that's Jesus. Mm. One time I was on the train and it said, uh, maintain a heart of Jesus. He's already here. I said, glory. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <it>. him. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really a matter of like, are you paying attention to him the same way he's paying attention to you? It's, I think it's it, to add on to what you're saying, like, you know his voice because you've been, you've, you've gotten to a point where you're, you've gotten to know his voice. Mm-hmm. My English is not Englishing, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that, like you said, you're spending time in the word. So you've spent time with, so you know how he sounds outside of the word. So you, yeah. like how you were saying about if, when you see the poster or when, even when, you, when you're going to the preacher and mm-hmm. the preacher is preaching, you know that it's God's word. You know that God is speaking through him yeah. because the word is in you. It's something that you've come, you've become acquainted with, acquainted yeah, 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 with. So you know, like what he sounds like. And pe- that question of, oh, like I'm not sure if he's speaking to me. I don't know how he sounds. You're only going to know that, like Timmy was saying, through spending time in the word, which is something that I don't know. It's something that we we find difficult to do. And I, I, before I even continue that point, though, something else that's coming up is you actually will know how to pray. Yeah. Because you spend time in the word. And something that like like the Lord has been like showing me a lot lately is praying with scripture. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the power that that carries, like literally speaking what he said back to him. Mm-hmm. It carries so much weight. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything on that, like um what's coming to mind? Uh for a year I was under um a teacher, her name is Apostle Ajane. And she taught me about prayer in a different light. She said, mm-hmm. prayer is like making a legal request to heaven. Mm-hmm. Heaven is a courtroom mm-hmm. um, where you're asking heaven for permission to move, where you're asking heaven for resources, or you're asking heaven for this, 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 this. But God is in covenant with his word. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I go to a, let's say I'm a lawyer, I'm going to put it in the lens of practicality. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm a lawyer and I go to my, um, my trial without any evidence. The word of God, scripture is your evidence. Like you never show up to God without receipts. Because mm. not, not because you just want to get whatever you're asking for, but you know he's in covenant with his word. Mm. And I've come to find out a lot of times that when you, when you approach God in prayer with his word, sometimes he convicts you about what you're even asking him about. Mm. Like before you even ask me for what you're, whatever you're asking me for, my word should already discern the motive of your heart. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So I, I approach prayer a lot more differently than I have before. Now I understand that I'm speaking to a holy king. Mm. So I have to first come to a, a, a cognizance of the fact that I fall short of his glory. I can't ask you for anything without apologizing first. Yeah. Um, and I can't ask you for anything without thanking you for what you've already done. And I think that places you in a position of humility mm-hmm. um, where God is now willing to talk to you. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, that's all <laughs> I can say about that. <laughs> well, that's really, really good. It's really good. Um, it makes me think about, it's making me think about a lot of things. Um, like the reverence that we're supposed to have towards mm. him. Um, and I like that you mentioned humility because we really do have to come before him humbly. He said in his word to come before him, come before, humbly come before his throne of grace. Um, and that way we can receive our, the mercy and grace that we need. I want to shift the conversation a little bit. Um, <laughs> shift the conversation a little bit. Um, and I want to just talk about like vulnerability. You know, because you were talking about journaling mm. and it's crazy because in this season, like, I mean, okay, I, I remember in the past, like I was in a season, like when I really took God seriously, like back in like maybe 2020 into 2021. Mm. And I remember like I was writing, I was journaling so much. Yeah. But like, I, I like look back at my journals today. And I'm like, yo, I was going through it. Like, what was right. I going through? Right. <laughs> but like, I was like, this CC was so vulnerable. Mm. Like this CC was really like pouring out um and um there's a beauty in your vulnerability because i i believe that i'm where i am with god right now today because of those vulnerable moments and i like how you said that that journaling for you is like is your prayer yeah because i remember like i read i read through them and it says like it'll be like dear god so like that was me starting off like a because you know sometimes we start off our prayer like dear god or dear heavenly father like yeah. that was me like i actually low-key called it my letters to god Aww. But <laughs> I love to call them like little letters to God. But um, honestly, those were like moments where I was able to really be raw and honest and like things that I couldn't say out loud. Mm. I was able to express it. So I want to I want to hear from you, like vulnerability, your that area for you, because I like hearing this, especially from you know oh, being man. hearing it, hearing it from a male perspective, especially because you don't hear this often from a male's perspective as well. So I want to hear that. My perspective on vulnerability has changed a lot mm. over the past year. Um, I think, I, okay, let me talk about last year. So last year, I had to come to a realization that my heart was actually very broken. Mm. Like I had a lot of traumatic experiences um, that taught me a lot of things or lies about myself. Mm. And I was just pouring out that unto God. Not saying it didn't hurt, um, but it got to a point with the Lord where he was like, I guess he was tired, <laughs> low-key, um, tired of hearing the same thing. Uh, one of the greatest things that has ever been said was by a prophet. His, prophet, his name is Prophet Stephen Chestnut. He said that the proof of Jesus is change. Mm. Yeah. The proof of Jesus in your okay, life so is change. Sorry to cut you off, but mm? when you say tired, do you mean that like God wanted you, there was there was a work that God wanted to do on you based off what you shared with him? Or is it like? It was more so a, yes, it was more so, you know, the man at the pool at Bethesda? Mm -hmm. It was more so like, do you want to be well? Like it was kind of that, that okay, kind of vibe. like, okay. do you want to be you, okay. whole? Like, do you yeah. want to be healed? So he still like, paid attention and, and I was able to cast all of my cares onto him. But I was in 2021 mm -hmm. casting cares from 2007. Mm -hmm. So God was just like, we're not even there anymore. <laughs> wow. Like you're not there anymore, mm -hmm. but if you're still there, let me, let me heal you. Um, so I unburdened my heart for a year, just going through like, this is what happened to me. This is what it taught me. He had to really un 
um, uproot the things that I was taught to believe about myself. And so I see vulnerability not as more so an outpouring. I see vulnerability more as a mirror mm. with God. If I come to him in transparency, openness, and honesty, he will show me myself. Yeah, so that's that's really what has changed for me in terms of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. um, I still get wrecked <laughs> in his presence. Like, actually, actually, I'm going to share this. Lord, do you permit me to share this? If it's coming to mind, okay. One of the things that I was struggling with this past couple of weeks was I was dealing with a lot of, like, disappointment. Mm -hmm. And from just, like, something that abrupt changes and... Yeah disappointment my own expectations and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I wasn't worshiping as often. And the core of it was like, I didn't want to be broken before him. Mm -hmm. I was trying to keep myself together. I was trying to like hold myself together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like he that. was telling me like, you've been restricting your worship. Mm -hmm. And it, it's because I know I'm going to be wrecked. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then like why? You didn't, did you not want to I be? did not want to be, I wanted to stay strong. Yeah. So, like, one of the things that I was struggling with was my own expectations of what I think I should be as a man. Mm. Yeah. And it was a it was a very humbling thing. But God was just telling me, like, let me constantly break and remold you into my definition of what that's supposed to be. Mm. That's good. I think that's I was great. looking at all the men of God that I was seeing um, on like social media and there was some inherent comparison that was happening, um, which I didn't know, it was like subconscious. Yeah. But when he said that, it was just like, okay, got it. I'd be wrecked before the Lord because I have an understanding that like, I'm only here because of you. Like I'm really, I'm really like, by the grace of God, there would be a time where like my testimony would be expressed. Yeah. But like when people hear it, parts of my story, yeah. like you understand I'm really alive because of the Lord. Some of the revelations that I've gotten about my life, I'm alive because he's been faithful to me. Mm -hmm. So I try, I try not to be as wrecked, but when I'm wrecked, I'm wrecked for like an hour, 20, <laughs> more than 20 minutes, mm -hmm. an hour to two hours. So it, it's, it's interesting. And I think he's consistently trying to redefine vulnerability, especially in manhood. Um, I'm transitioning into adulthood. Mm. About to graduate college. Mm, big things. <laughs> so a lot of changes are happening. Even in my journal the other day, uh, he's just telling me that I only expect of you to be my son. I don't expect you to be a man. I don't expect you to be a prophet. I don't expect you to be this. Just be my son. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> I really, I really like that you said that. I really like that you said that. Yeah. It's deep. No, like, <laughs> very deep. And I think that you're changing perspectives right now because I feel like this is definitely for someone because um, I feel like sometimes we come before him, and this is what restricts our vulnerability. We come before him as the prophet or exactly. the or the worship leader, whatever, the instrumentalist, instead of just coming to him as that son or daughter that you are like that he just wants he says to come as you are mm -hmm. come in you're broken you said that you were coming you wanted to be strong yeah but if you're broken like just come in like the real <laughs> I was in denial. <laughs> like, but like and he's just looking at you like i'm just waiting for you to like you know because you know 
And I, I, I just picture him just sitting there like, I'm going to let you have your time here. The, so funny thing, <laughs> the funny thing is, is I always acknowledge him as Elroy, the mm. God who sees. Yeah. And like for like three weeks, I forgot that he sees me. Like he sees what's going he on in my heart and my yeah. mind. I wanted to ask you this too. Mm -hmm. Like when you are vulnerable and like you come out of like, you know, you being right and everything, what is it like when you're coming out of it? Coming out of Yeah. He's been doing this thing with me where he's been like putting me to sleep. Like, it's almost like I have such heavy burdens that I'm holding on to that when I finally release it in like worship or in prayer, mm -hmm. I'm drained because I've been carrying this weight for so long. So like coming out of um, intimate moments with him, I'm, I'm usually either crying or I'm usually gonna go, go to sleep. Mm -hmm. That's usually how it goes. And then I wake up feeling refreshed. So he's been doing that with me um, since then. Mm -hmm. yeah. I like that. I think, I like the fact that you said you you come out feeling refreshed. Yeah. Because um, it reminds me of that scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Um, come to me, who all who are weary and heavy laden, heavy laden. Better quote. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'll paraphrase because I don't want to mess it up. But you know, he, he wants to give us rest. And yeah. That's, that's what the scripture is saying. Ooh, that word. Rest. Rest. <laughs> you want to speak on it? <laughs> Hmm. I feel like that's a word that has been doing me in my life, especially since 2021. I feel like God, I've, I was constantly hearing that he wanted me to get rest or get find rest in him. Mm. But for some reason, like, it was something I struggled with. Yeah. I really struggled with it. Um, Even me, I'm still kind of learning the, the inner workings of it. Mm. But there is some, like difference in understanding what I have about rest now. Yeah. Um, so there's different kinds of rest. There's like spiritual rest, there's mm -hmm. physical rest, there's emotional rest, there's different kinds of rest. One of the rests I've been like doing heavily is emotional. Because mm -hmm. I feel like for me, the way that I've learned to cope with my emotions when they get too, um, when they get too rowdy is just kind of like bottle, bottle them up. That's my default. Mm -hmm. Like. Try and stay strong. Yeah. Don't even try and acknowledge them. Um, but now I've been getting into a realm where like music really, really helps me release some of the things. It's almost like I have Afro gospel playlists and all these other playlists. Like mm -hmm. I'll listen to a particular song and it will encapsulate exactly what I'm feeling and thinking mm -hmm. in that day yeah. into words where I didn't have any words. And I know it's the Lord because I'm feeling goosebumps and chills wow. as I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Some songs make me want to dance. Some songs make me cry. Wow. And it's not like um, worship or praise. It's just like these nice R&B songs. So mm -hmm. that's something that I've been practicing. Um, and also like just resting with him and also changing my definition of what it means to spend time with him. Mm -hmm. Go on dates with God. Mm -hmm. I love that. Hey, yo, if y'all don't go on dates with God, you're missing out. <laughs> Yeah. What was the last time? The last time we went on a date, we went to the movies. I love movies. Mm -hmm. He knows that. We went to go see Woman King. Wow. Yeah. And he was giving me revelation while watching the movie about the idolatry and how... Ooh. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but yeah, like, just like, it's the same thing as spending time with a partner. Sometimes it's not always being your Bible. Sometimes just sit outside and um, indulge in the presence of the Lord outside. Yeah. Sometimes it's walking through nature and recognizing that like 
nah, God is really the greatest artist that has ever lived, you know? So it, it depends. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's just something you have to, you got to ask Jesus questions. Mm -hmm. The thing about children is children laugh so many times a day and they ask so many questions mm -hmm. and they just share their They're opinion. very curious. Yeah. yeah. You got to be curious with him mm -hmm. um, if you want to grow in intimacy with him. Like that, if you want that deeper relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like that you were talking about going on dates and everything like that, because we definitely put barriers yeah. on our relationship with God. And we think that, like you said, like it's not just Bible. And it's not just, you know, going into your closet and praying. Like, mm -hmm. you can go and do the, like, what I, what I like to say is you should invite God into every, every aspect, area. Yeah. Yeah, every area of your life. It's crazy. Um, you know Mama D from Outboard. Mm -hmm. I remember she was like, I literally will be writing in my journal, like on the bus, like just randomly just talking to God on the bus or like if she receives a revelation, like she'll be randomly writing it in the most random place. Or, you know, you could be literally having a great conversation with God I, it, on the toilet, literally in the bathroom. Stay there. <laughs> no, and some people have caught some of the best revelations in the bathroom, y'all. So... Honestly, there shouldn't be a limitation to God. Like, you can literally invite him into everything. everything. And you'll just see it. And what is so beautiful about that is that when you do that, you actually see him more and more. You become aware of him. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. To know that he's around. And I think that... Um... The scripture that's coming to mind is Matthew 5, 8, Blessed are the pure of heart, mm. for they will see God. See God. Yeah. I think an inquiring of the Lord or having the Lord, who is completely pure and holy into everything, mm. um, it purifies your own heart. Mm. Yeah. One of the things I was taught was that when you come into contact with a holy God, everything unlike him should immediately expose itself. Yeah. And you'll know like if something is really, really of the Lord, if there's doubt. Mm. Explain that. If it's really, really of the Lord and there's doubt. If there's really, really if something's really, really of God, mm -hmm. like it's really sent by the Lord, going by that same thing, everything unlike him will manifest. Mm. So let's say, prime example, that the Lord gives a prophetic word that's coming from the mouth of a holy man of God and mm -hmm. spoken to you, and it's very much so in alignment, but you doubt it. Mm. That didn't mean that God lied, it just means you doubt it. So it, it, it speaks to a need of an increase of faith. Hmm. That's the same thing with hearing his voice. It speaks to a need of increase of trusting that this is really him. And the only way to do that is to believe it yeah. and it works. Hmm. It's hard to believe, though. It really is. Yeah. People struggle with that. I struggle with it. And you got to be real with him and say that. Hmm. I had a, once, I, once I told him that, like, this past two weeks of disappointment that I was dealing with, I told him, like, yeah. I'm struggling in believing that you have something for me after this. Because mm. I feel like, for me, I'm, I'm in a space of transition, yeah. leaving all I've known behind. Yeah. I'm struggling to believe that you have something for me. Wow. And he was like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Mm. Now we can talk about I things. I love sharing that. I really do. Because it's crazy. Because it makes me think of the prayer, um, help my unbelief. Yeah. Yeah. Because God, and you know what God loves when we ask for help. When we, when we, <laughs> it would shock you guys, but like, no, I hope it's not a shock to y'all. But like, He loves it when we ask for help. He loves when He's like, when we are like, God, honestly, I can't do this without you. I yeah. need you. He yeah. loves when He when He hears that we need Him, because that's the reality. We need Him. Yeah. 
And so that realization, I feel like that opens, that opens another dimension of him to like. I think that's the place we were meant, created to operate from. Mm, that dependency on That depend, complete dependency on mm. him. Complete dependency on him. That's the, the space, like that's the level of faith he's requiring. If you really believe that I'm the God of all things and I'm able to do exceedingly abundantly, all you can think, ask or imagine, and mm. I am the God of all flesh, then you can come to me and depend on me for everything. I think the issue is that we have learned not to depend on anyone. We want to depend on ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, that's what pride. we programmed. Huh? That's pride. Pride. But, and that's what, that's what the prince of this world wants us. I'm sorry. So now you got me pride. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Listen, the prince of this world wants y'all to be programmed that way. I'm telling you. He wants y'all to be programmed in such a way where you're independent. You're, and I mean, the prince of this world, like he's literally the king of pride. Like he loves, like pridefulness is literally the why he even felt. Yeah. Um, and so he wants you to also stumble and, or not even just, not stumble, I don't want you to stumble. He also wants you to fall. Mm-hmm. And um, he does that by allowing you to have this mentality of, oh, I'm an independent person. I can do this on my own. But the essence, I feel like the essence of like who we are when it comes to being sons and daughters of God mm-hmm. is to have that dependency on him. It even starts as soon as we give our lives to him because it's that understanding of, no, it's the understanding of <laughs> your face. It's understanding that like he cleans you up. Yeah. He's the one that makes you holy. It's him that makes you right before him in, mm-hmm. in his sight. You can't do it. <laughs> so that that is already like that. The initial thing that you do, that first thing that you do when you're coming into coming into Christ, is you're giving your life to him. You're wow. You're, you're giving that control to him, mm-hmm. um, letting him know that hey, I depend on you. You are my source. You're my everything. And it's not me that's gonna do this. But you that's gonna work for me to or even not even work not not even just work for me, but help me, um show me all, all of that, guide me, all of that. Because Jesus is what the way. The truth. To add to that, mm-hmm. um, I don't think even if you're an unbeliever, like mm-hmm. you're not the one that's waking you up every day. When I caught that revelation, I was like, wow, there's a there's miracles in the simple fact that you get to wake up today. <laughs> My God. You have no choice but to depend on God for your breath. Hmm. When you've developed like a, a, an ungrateful heart mm-hmm. because of X, Y, and Z, whatever, yeah. you, you're not able to see the miracles in life. Mm. I'm in college. There's a kid in Bangladesh who will take my spot in a heartbeat and he will go crazy. <laughs> I might not be the best student because yeah. I don't measure my intelligence according to turning in papers, but um, <laughs> <laughs> some people would like take my spot in a heartbeat yeah, like there are people who the life that I'm living they're praying for that's yeah. their heart's desire yeah so it's just it's just a matter of like I think when you get a, a truthful revelation of like who God actually is even if it's in the smallest capacity yeah. like that should immediately put you on a field of humility immediately immediately where it's like I can't do anything without this man this mighty man of Galilee hmm. I can't do it and if we get to that space, um, not just as like Christians, but people in general, I think life becomes a lot more simpler. It does. Because you're not, you don't have to be the one in control. It does. And I feel like having a grateful heart is better because things become, I feel like things are just lighter when you're yeah. thankful. 
things are lighter and it, it allows you to be more optimistic mm -hmm. about like even when things are not going well exactly <laughs> you're still able to smile and it actually speaks to contentment which is something <laughs> come on holy spirit which is something that i think i i mean i don't you. know everything about contentment but it's definitely something that i remember one of my friends she was telling me that one of her goals was to be happy mm -hmm. and i was like that's such a beautiful goal and I, I i was like i'm stealing that but i'm gonna take it to a different <laughs> level <laughs> and i was like one of my goals is to be content because mm -hmm. i feel like ha happiness is like you know depending on like your situation situational but i feel like contentment is no matter, despite what What's I'm going, going through, yeah. I'm still good. I'm still joyful because joyful is that never-ending thing. That 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 comes from God Himself. This is mighty man of God. His name is Dr. Darius Daniels. Mm, yeah. He said that it's you can have a form of godliness but lack contentment. Mm. So like you can you can be in the will of God and not be pleased with that. Mm. And I think that's um, something that's heavy in the church. It's like. I think the enemy of all contentment is complacency. Mm. Like when you're too comfortable, especially with like what's going on, or you're too comfortable with your salvation, you're not really seeking the Lord for more when He promised more, yeah, um, more joy, more mm. favor, more grace. Like that becomes an enemy to contentment. Mm. Yeah, and I think contentment also has to do with just being fulfilled. I think a lot of people, myself included, I've learned this about myself. Whenever I've been depressed, it's because I'm I'm not in purpose. Wow. Immediately, I'm not fulfilling my heart's desire, which is to please God. Yeah. So there's, there's somewhere I'm, I'm out of alignment. So yeah, yeah it's it's deep. Yeah. Do y'all research? Yeah, do y'all biblical? Honestly, I have to do my own. Like that's why I can't. Even, I don't know if I can really even speak more because like I want. I think I still need to learn more about this contentment thing. Yeah. I think we're about to wrap up soon. Oh, we are. Yeah, I mean, let's say I I do. I want to. I want you to share something with the audience not share but like i mean yeah share like what do you want to tell god's people god's children um even unbelievers believers and unbelievers alike Oof. what do you want to tell them what is something that you want to leave them with no, there's so many avenues i can go with that <laughs> <laughs> um okay seek knowledge Seek understanding, seek wisdom. Every area of your life where, you know, there's potential, there's struggle, there's oppression, there's bondage, whatever it may be, where things are not going right, it's because you're ignorant somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times what the Lord does is there are certain things that um, he permits to happen because it will require for you to seek him. There's actually a lot of things he permits to happen. <laughs> he definitely does that. That's so true. Even for unbelievers, like you think it's a coincidence that you can like go on Instagram and mm -hmm. see something that speaks directly to what you're going through. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. God is very much so speaking. It's just a matter it's of not a coincidence. Um, <laughs> recognizing his voice, but his voice is the voice of knowledge. It's the voice of understanding. It's the mm -hmm. voice of wisdom. So if you seek that, you will definitely find answers. Mm -hmm. Never feel like you are without answers. There's always an answer for you. But you guys gotta go go and get it. Yeah. Seek and you shall find. That's a promise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, it's my two nuggets. Gold for y'all. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I actually want to just add a little little something to what you just said. Go ahead, salt. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, for lack of knowledge, my Yeah. That's that's the word. That's, that's the, the exact scripture I heard too. Yeah, really. Oh, that's crazy. Um, I love it. I love Holy Spirit. You know, <laughs> this, this old man. Now I gotta. I kind of want to speak about. I want to talk about Holy Spirit. Go ahead. But I why know, limit? Why limit? Why why not? Why not keep this going? I wanna I wanna hear your perspective on the Holy Spirit because. And I mean, like, Addie, I feel like Addie, if you want to chime in, you can. So Addie's here, guys. Um, she's also here because that's this is a topic that we've low key um, been talking about on our. I mean, actually, it's a topic that Holy Spirit Himself has been bringing up Himself. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. I want to hear your perspective on the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Who is this person? Because I think that we're entering a time. I don't know where God is taking this generation. Actually, deeper. Yeah, he's taking the generation deeper. That's good. He's taking the, the generation deeper. And I think that one of the things that he really, really wants um, our generation to do is to know the person of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So how would you, who is the Holy Spirit? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is remembering that he's a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I try as much to live my life as possible like Jesus is in the room because he is. I have that, like, understanding That's in my so mind that... He's literally like right here. Mm. Going back to, again, the worth of a person is seen by how much attention you give to their words. Mm. Giving him room to share his perspective, share his emotions. Um, Even as his like mouthpiece or being his mouthpiece, his representatives, giving him the room for him to be himself. Mm. I think that's the best way to encounter someone when you want to get to know somebody you spend time with them right right um but you also have to acknowledge the worth of the value in that person as well so the very first thing is he's a person he is a person mm-hmm. he's not an it <laughs> like oh, i see all this these Come posts on. saying no because this you have he's to on it. <laughs> literally a person he's the spirit of jesus christ right. and if you want to know the personhood of jesus the only way through that is by knowing the Holy Spirit more intimately. Um, by personhood, I mean personality, way of thinking, um, judgment, counsel. Like, there's so many things that make up what a person is. So I kind of look at, at this walk now as I'm on a lifelong journey with a friend who already knows everything about me, mm. but now I'm getting to know all about him and who he's created me to be. Mm. Emphasis on knowing about him and then who he's created me to be. Mm. Yeah. Cause uh, there's so much I want to say. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cause uh, it reminds me of this. Okay. There's literally a song that literally says this. Um, I, I don't know if you know Minister Jensen again. Yes. yes. He sings this song. He's like, when I know you, I find me. Yeah. So that connects with what you just said there. And what I wanted to say earlier uh, was about something you said about how Holy Spirit leads to Jesus. Right, because um, there's a scripture um, in John it says that He leads, Holy Spirit leads into all truth. truth yeah. Who do we call Jesus? The way, the, way the, the truth. truth. Mm-hmm. Gang. <laughs> I just love scripture, man. Okay. Um, I want to hear from Eddie. Who is um, the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Um, everything's just kind of coming full circle because, like, even like when you guys were talking about prayer, like 
literally just prayer. Like, I've been rediscovering that. Like, who do I even pray to? I was like, do I pray to the Father, the Son, or the Holy Ghost? Like, like, because there's this moment, like, a couple weeks ago where, like, I was at a campus ministry, and, like, I had heard this message about the Holy Spirit 20,000 different times, mm. but it was, it just felt so new. I was like, bro, Holy Spirit is literally a person. <laughs> like, you know, I always talk to him, like, hey, like, how you doing? But to rediscover those foundations of who Holy Spirit has been, is yeah. like has literally restructured the way that I even approach prayer. Yeah. Because even like when you guys were talking about warfare, I was like, even warfare crowd, are we really praying? <laughs> like I was like, I was like literally speaking in tongues, like I've literally been like, like I've now I'm now understanding what it is, but those things I never really took the time to study it mm -hmm. and actually find out for myself what it means, not just through what somebody has said. Yeah. So like Holy Spirit, like you said, he's a person. Like, he's in every single moment. He's in the very air that we breathe. Even something like reading the word of God. Like, to read it without the Holy Spirit, if it's dull to me. That's facts. Try. <laughs> like, literally, wow. even the way that I read my, the Bible has changed because I used to just read it and, like, you know, I'd get my revelations or whatever and mm -hmm. it's cool. But, like, just asking Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, can you read with me? Mm -hmm. It's like a light just shines on the word. And yeah. then the, the revelation is even deeper it's not just a human revelation it's like wow like this is like living and breathing you're literally feeling the emotions of god you're like wow god like wow. this is crazy like i was reading the book i'm still reading the book of john right now and it's like the things that they were doing to jesus i'm like dang like this hurts you like mm -hmm. you're feeling the emotions of god as you're reading the word oh and to understand that he's a person that feels things the bible says don't grieve the holy spirit yeah. mm -hmm. and like even the word grief i feel like it's mistaken for like oh don't anger him or don't make him mad but when you look at what grief is it's to make him sad yeah. like grief is when you lose somebody yes. grief is when you like grief is heavy yeah. so when the bible says don't grieve the holy spirit you become conscious of his emotions you become conscious of when he's happy when he's sad when he's upset like just asking him holy spirit how do you feel about this yeah. like it's it's a simple question that goes such a long way because you're making an awareness of how he feels about every single thing that you do because you're partnering with him mm -hmm. in everything that you do so it really is a walk and it is a friendship so i feel like to say you don't know the voice of god that's kind of on you he's always speaking but if you don't ask him how's he like if you're not being conscious of what he's saying if you're not being cognizant if you're not even paying attention to it because you've already made up your own mind that word and you, yeah if you've already back. conducted your own answers to the questions that you're asking him then how is he supposed to like how are you supposed to receive the answer that he's given you mm. and i would just say one more thing but like there's times when like i'll literally ask holy spirit a question and he's like i already told you He's like, I already answered this. Like, you're literally like, why are you... In the kindest way possible, obviously. But you're like, why are you asking me this again? Because, like, I already told you the answer. And you'll even realize in the times when you think God is mad at you, he's actually really just sad. He's like, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, wow. I'm not mad at you. You just hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. And there'll be times where, like, you know, not that I don't feel him, but he'll kind of, like put me on pause a little bit to where I'm like, okay, like, why do, why do I not feel you in this? Not the Holy Spirit is a feeling, but it's like, why do I not feel you in this? And he's like, I just, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> like, literally, I'm just upset. So that's a little stuff. Yeah. That's what I've learned in the past two weeks. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You see, there was something burning. Yeah. My spirit is pleased. No. She just... No, because this is this is something that happened in two weeks. Like, I've always, quote, unquote, known Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'll tell you, that sermon just of Holy Spirit is a person. It just changed my perspective mm. so much to just revisit who he is. 
I think that's that's an assignment for yeah. everyone. Yeah. 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 No, and I just, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to encourage you guys to kind of be humble in this process because I'm telling you, God is killing my pride slowly <laughs> but surely. I'm... Guys, I did not pray for like two weeks just because I didn't I didn't pray in tongues for like two weeks because I didn't know what praying in tongues was anymore. I was like, mm-hmm. so am I just like, what am I doing? Am I just doing it because everybody in the room is doing it? Mm-hmm. Even, you know, like when people are going hard and praying hard and warfare, what does Holy Spirit want you to do? Because mm-hmm. I was, I remember at one point I was literally questioning myself. I was like, am I doing something wrong? Because everybody falling out and I just want to sit in the corner with Holy Spirit yeah. and talk. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong with that. And there's just that obedience. Like, everybody in the room could be going hard in prayer, but if Holy Spirit is just asking you to be still and listen, that's, that's what you got to do, man. Can I say one thing about that? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I don't believe in prayer to God. I believe in prayer with God. Mm. That, ooh, ooh. So, like, even with, like, the praying in tongues, if I'm praying in tongues with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. he should be showing me stuff. Mm. Come on. There should be, like... An awareness of his response. Yeah. Um, I've kind of tried to step away from spaces where I felt like that was the case. Don't get me. I love praying in tongues. Something about praying in tongues is just like yeah, yeah. It does something to my spirit. Um, but it's it's becoming redundant. Yeah. Not I'm sorry, God. Not redundant. I'm. I would say that there's a thin line that is. Yeah. And that's yeah. how. I'm, and that's why yeah. I feel like I, I, when we were talking about prayer earlier too, like that's something. That's one of the things that I think our generation is getting. We're being not that we're being misled or anything, but we we lack the knowledge. You, that, mm. That's Holy Spirit yeah. that told you to say that yeah. to seek knowledge because with that and, and then you talking about the fact that we need to know the person. Like we need yeah. to start getting to yeah. know him, like. <sighs> Going back to the word too. I'm sorry. Go, don't go to the us. word, y'all. Minister. Go to the word. The word. The word. The word. The word is where you're going to get all oh, the answers. Yeah. God is gonna convict you and show you like what you're supposed to be doing, how you're, how to build with Him. Yeah. How to, how to minister with Him. How to, how to do this. What we call this Christian walk with Him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one thing that just came to mind in regards to. Every time you're encountering God, you, again, you should become more aware of yourself. Mm. Um, one of the things that was coming to mind as you were speaking was how James talks about like the, the person who looks into the perfect law of liberty mm. and does not do what it says is like a person that immediately forgets who they are. So the word of God is a mirror. It reflects back at you, you. Mm. That's what it should do every time you read it. Right. Um, and I think in you becoming more aware of yourself you're also subconsciously coming aware of God. Um, we're supposed to be image bearers. So to the extent that you are in the word of God and you have truthful understanding of God's word, it's to the extent that you actually know who you are because identity is who you are because of who he is. So get up in your word. <laughs> man, y'all Let it be written on your heart, bind it around your neck, all that. Oh, man. This was good to me. This, this, was, this was good to me, too. I... <laughs> The one thing that, because I recently was rereading John 14, and um, I was reading the Amplified version, I think. Yeah, I love that version. <laughs> and tell me why, right? I, forgot, I think it was 14. I want to make sure I got the right verse, but I believe it's John 14, 16. Let me just, what does it say? I believe it's, it's, um, it's when Jesus is talking about Holy Spirit. I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's why I want to read it to you guys. John 14, 16. And I'll pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper. Oh, this is the NKJV version. 
I'm gonna amplify real quick for y'all. All right, ready? So it says, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, right? That's what NKJV would say, but then Amplify comes in Comfort. and puts the, you know, the um, parentheses, those are mm-hmm. the, okay, I mean, you know, grammar, um, comfort. So he says, I'll give you another helper, comforter, advocate, advocate mm-hmm. intercessor, intercessor counselor, strengthener, and look at this one, standby. I said, Lord, Ooh. what is standby? <laughs> I said, Lord, what? Um, and then, okay, so let me read the whole scripture against you guys before I get into why I went crazy for standby. But, and I'm going to ask the Father, and He will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby to be with you forever. Stand by. Right. Okay. So, the Holy Spirit. Jesus was telling the disciples about the Holy Spirit because He was getting ready to leave. And He was basically kind of getting them prepared for what's to, to come. So that's why he was like, I'm gonna, I'm telling you guys this, you don't understand it now, but you're gonna get it later. Um, and I went and looked up what standby meant. And basically standby is someone that's like, the Holy Spirit is ready available, ready available for y'all. I'm sorry, I'm getting excited. He's readily available for y'all. That's a prayer point. And not only that, but he said, I will send the helper, right? And then he gives all these definitions to amplify, you know, breaks it down for us and says all of these things, right? And standby being that he's the one that is readily available to be with you forever. And he's sending him where? To the earth. Because Jesus was what? Leaving the earth. Mm. So Holy Spirit, the pers- this person of God, this God, this part of the Godhead, is the readily available person here on earth for us. Do you guys understand that? So that means that here on this earth... <laughs> here on this earth is the holy spirit that is the person that we have to that's why the 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 idea of getting to know who the holy spirit is is so important because he's the one that is here on this earth readily available to us where is jesus jesus at the right hand of the father chilling (laughs) not moved (laughs) (laughs) advocating interceding on your behalf yes but the person that is here dwelling with us the Holy Spirit. Do you guys are I I'm trying you guys I want you guys to catch this one. Because <laughs> he's right there. Like, and that's why standby is doing me because he's so available. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say that Jesus is not available. Like you said, Holy Spirit is our way to Jesus. Mm-hmm. The one that's readily available. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why it's so important for us to get to know him. It's so important. So important because not only will you find you, but then it also will help you. It will also help us to be the manifestation of, of the prayer that Jesus told us to pray, which is let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus is the one in heaven. Holy Spirit is the one on earth. Who do we partner with to do it? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Oh, I, yeah, th- I think it. in that same scripture, it says that um, in John 14 or 15, that mm-hmm. the father is the one who teaches the Holy Spirit all things. So, like, 14. the Spirit of God is in communication with God the Father, who's also in communication with Jesus Christ. Come on. And they're telling you what needs to happen Come on. on the earth. Yeah. That's what we mean by, like, the Godhead. Yeah. yeah. And, like, even when I told you that I'm, I was literally, re- I'm still rediscovering what prayer is. Because, like, 
for like people looked at me like I was crazy when I said this, but I was like, I don't even know what prayer is anymore. Like, who do I pray to? Do I pray to God the Father? Do I pray to Jesus? Do I pray to the Holy Spirit? But I've been rediscovering that like prayer really is partnership with the Holy Spirit. There's an aspect of prayer that is partnership with the Holy Spirit. And it's not wrong to talk to Abba or Jesus. But at the end of the day, Holy Spirit is the one on earth. He is the one who's doing the work of the Father on this earth. He's the one who is readily available to you. And like no, God is God. Like, no, the Godhead, they're all God. So yeah. to ignore the Holy Spirit to literally be ignoring Abba, uh, yeah. to be ignoring Jesus, Jesus yeah. because it's they're three in one. Yeah. They're literally three in one. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I literally had to rediscover because I was like, am I ignoring Jesus mm-hmm. and, you know, God mm-hmm. the Father by talking to Holy Spirit? But in reality, well, as you partner with Holy Spirit, you're okay, Jesus, because I believe Jesus is the bridge to to the Father. Yeah. So as you're partnering with Holy Spirit, He's giving you the words to say to Jesus, yeah. who is the bridge to the Father. Fire. That's very, very beautiful. That blessed me. You put that into the right words. Yeah. yeah. My God. This was fun. <laughs> Can I say one more thing? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I also think it's important to embrace the relational aspects of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I embrace God as Father? Mm. The Bible says that we are co-heirs with Christ yeah. and we are um, fellow brethren of him. How do I embrace Jesus as brother? Mm. Who is the Holy Spirit to me in this relational aspect? Mm. Maybe he's just my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I embrace um, a relational aspect? Because that will help with my intimacy. Yeah. Um, and I think the more that you do that, the more you gain clarity on your yeah. actual I- identity. Jesus Christ holds your real identity. Come on. And if you... If you don't come to a realization of that, you'll continue to settle for less than he actually has for you on the planet. Mm. My God. <sighs> Timothy, thank you so much for coming. You thank God. I really honor the God in you. You thank the Lord. And I was excited to do this. You should have seen me when you sent the mission. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we thank God. We thank God. And I honor you. I honor the God in yes, you as well, yes, Real. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, like sneaking in here, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, that this episode, that's, that's, that's just all I can say. The handcuffs. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I hope this bless you guys. I really pray that, I pray that like we all find ourselves by seeking God. Mm. I pray that we find ourselves by seeking God, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's taking the time to um, learn about the Holy Spirit, whether it's literally just shattering everything you think you know mm-hmm. and just restarting. Yeah. Um, actually, there was something that you said, Timothy, earlier about how God like breaks you and remolds you. And, yeah. and it's a constant thing. He said it, it's mm-hmm. constant. In this walk, God will constantly break you and remold you. So please be wary of that. Don't be surprised if in about a season or two, you're shattered again completely. <laughs> I think you also, like, got to be willing, low-key. Mm. Because um, I got that revelation. I forgot where in Isaiah it says, come to the potter's house. Mm. That it says, like, that the potter was creating something that was spoiled. He didn't like it anymore. Like, the way it was coming out is not what he intended. So he had to break it again Mm. to rebuild it back up. And the Lord, like, told me that, like, some people, they're willing to be broken when I started with them as cups, Mm. not knowing that it was my intent to make them into monuments. Wow. Yeah, so, like, you have to... You have to constantly let God break you so he can show you what he actually 
really wanted to make you into. Mm. Are you a cup? Are you going to you know, just hold that much of the Holy Spirit? Or mm. are you like the Washington Monument? Mm. What kind of vessel is he making you into? You right. have to ask yourself that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to add too much. <laughs> We're going to be here all day, guys. <laughs> Yo, God is good, man. God is Super. good. Like this episode was really good. I hope this blessed y'all. I really do. And I know it did. I know it did. For sure. Yeah. It had to bless There's some y'all. Gems. Yeah. So much of us dropped. So much. So much. Um and yeah, I pray that people listen to this over and over again. Cause I think that this is something that's going to definitely the word shatter keeps coming up. So it's gonna shatter some 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 perspectives. Um sacrifice but, perspective, find truth. Exactly. And you'll find Quote it. me. <laughs> when no. you sacrifice, sacrifice perspective, you find truth. And I think I might title this episode Truth, honestly. Mm-hmm. God bless y'all. I don't have an outro, so. Not yet. Um, not yet. But one of these days I will have one. And maybe I'll just like add an insert into that episode or something. But we will see you. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. We love you. That's what I want to say. With the love of the Lord. Yes, we love you.